What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 17 of the Few Chosen Gamers podcast. I am your host, Chosen, and we have our co-host today, Schools and Vulture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Today, we're going to uh, we'll do a quick cover of uh, some news that have come to light prior to the last podcast, because last podcast was last week, and usually our podcasts are bi-weekly, but we got some crazy stuff that's been happening, and man, I can't wait to get into it. Uh, the first, our first half of the podcast, we'll be talking about streaming related stuff. Uh, people are into the streaming related stuff. We have information about Summit teasing an announcement and streamers getting scammed from contracts. And we'll get into that in a bit. The other half will be gaming related. Not too much. It's going to be like around Apex mainly today and NVIDIA GeForce Now. And for those who don't know what that is. Uh, the the video had yeah, the video had a service that was in beta and is fully released, and we're gonna give you more deets about that in the podcast. But yeah, I am uh, you know it's crazy because like I'm starting this and I'm like man, that little this little two minute talk I just did kind of like kind of got me tired. (laughs) Need somebody else to talk. So first, first up on the new. Chosen. Wait, what happened? You just got a kick from Discord. Okay, I was like, because <laughs> there was a. I heard Vulture like say something, but it was as if he just left. So I thought Vulture left. All right, but nonetheless, the first part of the news is uh, Summit. Uh, for those of you who don't know, which you shouldn't know, I mean, if you're anywhere around gaming, uh, <laughs> group names real quick. Oh, um, Summon1G is a super popular Twitch streamer. He's been streaming for, he's been on there for years, probably when it was Judson TV. I don't know too much of his origin, but I remember when I first started watching Twitch streamers, Summit was amongst uh, the few that I would watch. But he teased an announcement uh, stating that Twitch has become a scary world. Uh, Within that, he was talking to a stream saying that, uh, quote, Right now, probably one of the biggest moments of my life is happening somewhat soon. Little nervous about everything. Good times to be had, boys. Don't worry. Just trust me. You'll always have. Like you always have, and everything was going to be a, is going to be all right. End quote. So a lot of people, you know, right off the bat are speculating that he could be going to Mixer. He could be going to YouTube. Um, he stated that YouTube was never... Not that he doesn't like YouTube, but it was always a side thing rather than a main thing. Because a lot of people who are going to YouTube are kind of streaming and making videos. People on Twitch are streaming on Twitch and make and then putting that on YouTube. So I guess that's the kind of person he is. So all that really leaves is Mixer, which would be... which It's crazy because it's like... Not that Mixer's doing bad, but we haven't seen much traction with shroud and ninja going over like there was there was a steady jump but it hasn't been a big jump and it's been a couple months so like i feel like at a summit won't do much but yeah mixer's problem is that they need to just change their culture over there they they it's not about just getting more people to watch them it's about they need to change how their website works and they what I mean by that is they need to change, like, the intangibles of their website, like how communities work, how just their overall, like, 
I guess the vibe of the website, not so much the, the physical aspects. Um, cause I, I feel like as a website, like Mixer is good, like with the actually, physical tangibles. Yeah. I actually love how their website looks and everything, but yeah, I agree with where you're going. Yeah. It's just the culture of how things work on that website needs to change. Cause it's like, uh, somebody asked before, why do streamers over there do some things that would kind of be seen to go against, like, I guess you could say typical streamer etiquette. And uh, I gave this explanation, and Scooms also kind of gave me the same explanation later on, that a lot of the streamers on Mixer, they're new to streaming in general. Like, they they haven't been on Twitch, they haven't watched, like, YouTube streams, they just don't know anything about streaming, like, period. They don't know so anybody. Going over there and starting from scratch, and they're not really being taught um, how to build, like, a real community or how to, like, really follow any real, like, streaming etiquette or any real streaming culture or anything like that. They're just jumping like head. All of those streamers are jumping head in into streaming without any like prior knowledge to it. And so it's like you just have a bunch of like streaming newbies over there, and it's kind of ruined the culture of Mixer over there. And until they yeah. can kind of fix that, they they're gonna struggle. It's the same with the <clears throat> viewers too, man. Like, right? I I got a lot of people like <clears throat> this is something that happens on Twitch too, but it happens on um, Mixer way more. Um, and that's people using mis mixer mixer Jesus Christ for like matchmaking. I've seen it. Um, and that shit's really annoying. But like, oh, you, like, you mean like I used to have people, yeah, like, like I used to be streaming all the time over there, and people would hop in and be like, "Yo, bro, can I join?" And like that does happen on Twitch. Don't get me wrong, but like yeah, when I does. say it happens on Mixer, I mean it happens fucking constantly. And like that's just one example. Another thing is people um, exposing lurkers, saying hi, introducing you right when you join the stream, mm. um, shit like Bam. that. And there's, I feel like there's more streamers than viewers on Mixer too. So it's like you uh -huh. have this. It almost fair feels very schemey. Like everybody who's in your chat is trying to get you to go to their chat, and it's it's not Mixer's fault necessarily. Like as a platform, um. But it's just really, really obnoxious from like somebody going over there to try and check it out. Agreed. Exactly. Schools couldn't have said it any better. <laughs> I think part of Mixer's problem too is that they're really exclusive with who. Um, how do I put this? They're very exclusive with who streams over there, like. Somebody, one of you two, or probably the both of you, have mentioned before how there's like a ton of Xbox streamers over there, mm -hmm, which yep. I don't have anything against Xbox, but that's like the only people over there who are relevant. Yep, it's true. <clears throat> when you consider that comparatively, some like PS4 and like PC gaming, like Xbox is really kind of like falling off this gen. That really kind of doesn't bode well for how narrow the the pool is for people who stream. Well, see, like, there was a big thing when um, Mixer first became, like, from Beam, when it became Mixer. There was a really big thing. Yeah, there was a really big thing that um, kind of split the community in opinion. And it was that, hey, like, now anybody's going to be able to stream. And, <clears throat> you know, no matter their dedication to the craft or, like, their equipment or whatever. And see, that was seen as a good thing by a lot of people because it was like, well, who cares? Who cares if anybody can stream? Like, let them fucking stream. And then at the same time, there was the other half, which was kind of where I was standing, where it's like, 
yeah, anybody should be able to stream, but at the same time, you don't want your website filled with like all these super low quality mm-hmm. um, streamers who don't know what the fuck they're doing. And I do feel like I don't want to sound like I'm gatekeeping, but there should be some kind of dedication you have to making sure that all right. you know what the hell's going on. It keeps um, the quality of your, of your website up. <clears throat> Right. And so I think that was one of Mixer's biggest and is one of their biggest issues still today is anybody with an Xbox thinks that they can stream and they can, (laughs) which is part of like everybody should be able to stream if they have the equipment. I'm not saying they can't, but like the issue with just being able to plug and play stream is that you get a lot of low, low, low quality streams. Yeah. I think that's also like somewhat of a situation that Twitch has gone through because most people like will agree that like Twitch and quality of content has gone down over the years, and I think that's a big reason why as well. Um, not so, not even so much that people have super low quality streams, which there are people on Twitch who do, mm-hmm. but um, because there's more accessibility to stream, not just. And not just in the way that you can stream from like your console, but now there's also things like the just chatting section and whatever else. Like the yeah. rules are really blurred as to what kind of is allowed on their site, so people just kind of do whatever. And then yep. I think what ha- that, as particulars, a lot of people stop taking it seriously. Like a lot of viewers stop taking the website seriously, and that's why I think you see like a lot of a lot more trolls and you see a lot more people who say things like who will call like all female streamers like oh that's just another twitch thought or something like that you know right right right. because they just don't take they don't believe in the quality of twitch they don't take it seriously and i think in a way like you said that's affected mixer (laughs) yeah i mean there used to be a thing like where it was almost like everybody that was on twitch like wanted to watch people play games Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like there were people in your chat that like wanted to be there. They wanted to watch games and that was it. And now I feel like there's all these auxiliary reasons to be on the platform that really takes away just from streaming in general, like not just Twitch, but like Mixer, YouTube, everything that kind of takes away from the original culture that like these platforms had. And that goes back to what you were saying about like just chatting and and things like that. It's like yeah, now, just not taking it seriously half, anymore. Yeah, like half the viewers in your stream are just there to fucking throw tomatoes at you. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and Great. before it was like everybody wanted to be there. Everybody that was on Twitch wanted to play video games. They wanted to watch you play video games. And it's like that, like in a really weird way for a gaming platform, gaming platforms, that just like isn't really there anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's. There's still definitely streams where people play games and want to see games. And I I, I feel like I have to mention that just because I don't want people to think that we're just saying, yeah, oh, all streams I, have calmed down. That's not the case. There's plenty of streams that you can still play games and they're quality yeah, streams. I'm mainly, I'm mainly talking about that from, or this from like a viewer perspective. Like there's right. a lot of people, a lot of viewers who watch streamers, right? But they have no connection to games at all or they have no they don't play games they're not into games and they're kind of just there like i said to, to throw tomatoes and i feel like that's 
I'm not saying the streamers aren't doing it. I'm saying that from a viewer perspective, yeah, it's yeah. changed a lot. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I get what you mean. But yeah, I feel like I feel like with Mixer's problem is like we said, it's just too many people who are on there who don't really know what they're doing, and it's kind of brought bogged down the culture of Mixer, and so people don't really stick over there because they don't really feel like there's a reason to, because they don't feel like there's anything interesting to watch. Yeah, and I feel like um they tried to remedy that i feel like because now you have to like register your channel to be able to stream over there right and you, yeah. you have to go through like a wait line for your channel to get approved and all that shit to make sure like it's quote a quality stream but really that doesn't mean anything all that means is you got to wait before you hit fire um, <laughs> yeah. you're nine times out of ten you're gonna get approved you just gotta right. wait a couple minutes. right and I think that was an attempt at remedying that, but it's not, it's not, not good enough. Yeah, we have to find other ways, but we'll see. Because they're definitely in this game for a minute. They, well, they're going to be in this game for a while. They just have to play, play it right, especially with YouTube coming and hitting hard. I mean, we, we'll see. I just think Mixer as a company, they have to in themselves encourage more culture in their on their website. Um, like that's one thing I think Twitch does as a whole very well. Like you see things like TwitchCon and just uh, different ways for people to interact with Twitch as a whole outside of just maybe the main like couple of streamers that they watch. And I think Mixer has to really do things like that to encourage more community over there. Yeah, right. It's um, it's crazy because well, mo I, what I want to I want to transition into the next topic because what we're talking about. And what I want to bring up, and the next topic plays well with what we're talking about now. Um, our next topic is regarding streamers. A lot of you know the streamers have been getting paid to go to platforms. Courage to YouTube, Ninja to Mixer, Shroud to Mixer. Yeah. Um, uh, I forgot, Nick, I forgot to say Nick something from YouTube to Twitch. Um, so, a uh, someone I watch a lot, his name is uh, uh, Devin Nash. He's um, he's a uh, I think he's a CEO, a former CEO, a former CEO of uh, esports, and a uh, current CMO of streaming company Neurofusion. Neurofusion is um, was like Dan's Gaming, um, Waffle, it was a couple, a couple of, like top streamers. Um, so nonetheless, he is someone who has like been there. Who's the stats? He himself is a, a partner's Twitch streamer. I I recommend him completely when it comes to just. How you should go about streaming your attentions, what you should do as starting out streaming, or if you've been streaming for years, tactics to, you know, get yourself out there. Uh, he's a, he's the reason why I I look I mainly looked into um, restreaming because uh, he mentioned that you know when you're starting out, it's good to have it's good to get yourself out there to see where it sticks because when you're streaming on one platform for a while. And then you go to another platform and might do better, or vice versa. You never really know because you're stuck on one platform. But this is just starting out, so it's good to you know don't put all your eggs in one basket. You know you get told a lot when you stream, but a lot of people, just like we said, won't take deals because they want to stream on, you know, Twitch or they feel like Twitch is so big. You know you're afraid to leave it, which I felt that way too. But um, nonetheless. The topic is regarding 
streamers who have been getting deals or been told about deals but have been getting ripped off. So one piece of this article, which is fucking crazy to me, I'm gonna read it uh word for word just so just so I don't like I want to summarize it, but I'm gonna read it word for word just so get you give you guys an understanding. So according to Nash, the guy talking about Devin Nash story, uh. It's, which echoes others to Kotaku heard in the course of reporting. The initial deal was $100,000 for a single streamer to represent a big brand, which is Facebook. This was an anonymous, anonymous tip, by the way. Uh, but the agency was in full control of the negotiations, so it just conveniently omitted the part about the remaining $90,000. But the deal was for the streamer to get $10,000, but... Which sounds good, but what they didn't tell the streamer was that the deal was a ten thousand dollar deal, and they were pocketing ninety thousand. So the streamer got ten k, and the co- and the company got ninety. Oh, yeah. Um, and then it says the agency also took the ten percent of the ten uh, percent. Nash said in the Discord voice call. So they took a thousand and pocketed ninety thousand, and then they made ninety one thousand because of the ten percent. The streamer made nine thousand, and nobody was the wiser. So, and this is just wild. Yeah, (laughs) and this is just one incident. There's a lot of like small incidents where agencies are um, getting these getting these guys these deals, and there's percentages for it. Which you know, I mean, they're agencies; they got to make their money. But not telling them the whole truth because but not ninety percent of the cut. Yeah. Exactly, not telling you the or whole 91% truth. Ninety-one percent in this case. So you, so someone like Ninja, because of how big he is, you know, there was no cutting corners. Like he was, he was big enough. He got his money's worth. But these are people who yeah. are maybe upcoming or who are big, but nowhere near as big as Ninja, who are getting these deals. And it's crazy because this is the era where. Streamers are getting bought out left and right. And to see that there's agencies who are making these deals for streamers taking so much is, like, fucking scummy. But and I it, feel like that's happening because this is new. Because mm-hmm. because this is so new, streamers don't know their worth yet, especially like, if they're not huge. If if you fall somewhere in the middle, like, you're between, like, 500 to 1,000 viewers, maybe 1,500 max, like you're kind of like medium size in a sense so you're you just don't understand your worth that's the big point too what you just said that's a the perfect point is that a lot of streamers don't know their worth when you're making you know when you're making this much money or getting this much attention from views and and, and twitch you don't know your worth so when you get hit with a deal and don't get me wrong ten thousand dollars sounds amazing like you know that's what's up. I could just stream here for like a year and I get $10,000. It's great. But like I'm doing so well on my own. I don't really think of the fact that I could do, I could make more than that. But it's like an agency found a deal for me and I, you know, I'm in a good place and I could get more money. You know, you don't think too much about it. You, you know, kind of have them look out for you. But then when you really sit down and talk with someone who knows this stuff, like Devin Nash, you realize you get fucked and come to find out you worth $100,000, but the company just pocketed because you didn't know that. Yeah, exactly. But and the so, thing is, like the company on the company side of it, um, they obviously know. Like the company obviously knows what they're doing. Right. Yeah. Right. It's still scummy whether or not the streamer is aware, like what their quote worth is, 
the company knows that they're fucking them. Like it's just, <laughs> just exactly. spicy, yeah. And it just, uh huh. I was gonna think. I was gonna say um, the reason why it's so hard to know your worth when you fall in like a, 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 when you fall in as a medium sized streamer is because like when you're a large like you can kind of already take a guess at what your worth is because you know you're a large streamer. Like, Ninja, he's, like, the biggest out there, so it's easy for him to give a ballpark number because he knows there's not really anybody bigger than him. And if you're a small streamer, you already know, like, you're small potatoes. Nobody cares about you like that. So you, it's easier to get a feel for your worth. But when you fall literally anywhere in between that, it's, like, you, it's harder to gauge, like, Am I big enough? Am I small enough? Do I still count as like what? Like what do I count as? Like you don't even know where you fall. So it's like if you don't even know where you fall on the spectrum, then then you don't know where it is or or what it is that you're worth, and what kind of deal you should be taking because you get afraid to take like a, too big of a deal, and then you feel like people are just gonna laugh you out the room. But then you take too small, and you feel like you missed out on the opportunity of a lifetime. Yes, yep. exactly. Because a lot of people, and then like what Vulture said, the the self worth is, you know, it gets, you know, it gets, it's, it gets, it's, it's past your head. Like you don't really think too much about it, because when you have like a couple hundred thousand followers, let's say like two hundred thousand, and you average like two or three hundred views, you know, when you're so caught up in the big numbers of these big streamers who are pulling thousands, you don't, you think two hundred is medium, if not. Not small, but like medium yeah, small, like not too end. crazy. Yeah, yeah, like you're low end, but you're up there. But based on this article we were just talking about, there was a stream. There's a streamer. Uh, I'm not really gonna name him because I don't. Uh, he's a path of exile streamer, and uh, he also he has under two hundred fifty thousand followers. And during a stream in December, Facebook offered him one point two million to move over to Facebook to stream exclusively. And like, he didn't take the offer, but it just makes it just goes to show that he that's considered medium size in the eyes of Twitch. Yet he was offered one point two million. Right. So so imagine someone who you know imagine you with eighty thousand followers and all you play is Battlefield Five, and fucking Mixer offers you a deal for like eight hundred thousand to play Battlefield because Battlefield's a popping game. Whether it's Alive on Twitch or not, it's still a popular game, and you know that's just how it goes. That when and with that being said, it's um without that knowledge of self worth or without that knowledge at, at all, you can get taken advantage of. You can get discouraged on what games to stream, and right. streaming can become the complete opposite of fun once you <laughs> once all this plays into a factor when you're getting fucking ripped off by higher ups, so you can't defend yourself. You don't know what to play because it's oversaturated or whatever. So this plus, this this could become a headache. Plus, what I think is a problem as well is that a lot like a lot of streamers don't want to help out other streamers too, and so it's it's really hard to like get input from somebody else to help figure out what it is that you need to do. Because you, you can't just go hit up, oh, let me go hit up a such and such streamer and see what they're getting paid. Especially, like, if you're in that medium range and you want to hit up a bigger streamer just to get, like, a feel for what they think. Like, that's really difficult. Yeah, I mean, I think but, that comes down to, like, whether people like it or not, 
when you're streaming, especially, you know, once you really start getting paid a lot of money, streaming is competitive. You are competing against the other streamers that are also making money. So I, I couldn't see myself ever being like that as far as helping people, but you know, it, it is a competitive environment, whether or not it, it seems like but it. The thing, the thing that I feel like makes it worse is because like I equated it to like when you start your own business, like when you start your own business, you can look around at like competitive prices and things like that to get a feel for what it is that you should do. Right. But in streaming, it feels like everybody keeps things so hush hush and like tight under wraps. It is really hard. I feel like to get a feel for what it is that you need to be doing. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, like that's it. why. That's why I freaking like watching Devin Nash because he's kind of like that leeway on how you know how how you should do stuff for recommendations on how to stream. In this <laughs> well, everybody, year. everybody spits out the same info, right? Get a schedule, stream consistently, play the games you want to play, and that's pretty much all you're all you'll hear. Not for him. Not for no, for him, for him, I mean, I recommend yeah, like listen to stuff you say. For him, that's actually the complete opposite. He'll give like just valid, just valid points on, uh, like s- schedule is a good thing, but it, it you know it depends on what game you play, and it's it's a lot of stuff that I, I don't want to get like too into. But he definitely doesn't spew. That's why I like listening to him because as for me, years of streaming, I've definitely seen the videos and seen the clickbait of how to how to grow fast and. I feel like I yeah, watch it all. And, right? Shut the fuck up, bro. <laughs> and then I watch like, his content, and it's like, it's like everything that I, you know, not that I wanted to hear, but like the harsh truth, like, you know, 90% of you won't make it. You need to understand, you need to understand that, like, fuck the, oh, you know, this, that, the scheduling, eventually you'll make it. I mean, there's people who've been streaming for eight years, and they're, you know, still not making it. You know, she like the hard truth. So hearing that and giving valid points on how to get around it is why i like listening to do listening to him because yeah, dudes have been streaming for eight years and have like 300 followers bro there's a guy that i follow um his name is yimmer yams <laughs> and he's a morrowind speedrunner and an oblivion speedrunner mm-hmm. i've been following him since before i met you in grab like i've probably been fo- following him for five fucking years bro he streams all the time his shit is dead so yeah. it, like it's shit like that like it's not his fault the dude streams all the time. He's good at what he does. He talks, you know, etc. It's just that, you know, not everybody is going to fall into that luck pit. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. And that's what he mentions. It's like, it's not a, it's not a, you know, get a schedule, get this, get that, get the stream out and you're good. Like you still have to be entertaining. You still have to give, um, deliver content. You got to just. Give the give people a reason to stay. Yeah, yeah, and and you gotta get seen and keep them there. Like it's it's so much to do. It's not like you, like both of y'all mentioned. It's like you know everybody can stream and, but it's not everybody's just not worth it. As fucked up as it sounds, like you know, it might not be worth it. Well, you know, you're gonna just be new. You're funny and you're playing Fortnite, but not scrolling down twenty two pages to find you. Well, it's right. like I've said in the past, like. Now that I feel like we've kind of gotten to a place with streaming the past few years, now that streaming has become a norm, like people know what streaming content they want to see for the most part. And so there's just certain things that I feel like are good for streaming, and there are certain games that just aren't good for streaming. Kind of like how, if you all remember a while back, I used the analogy of how um, 
people keep live TV so that they can watch sports, but they use things like Hulu and Netflix for like their for like their dramas and their you know ongoing television series. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's really what it is with live streaming. It's just there are certain games people want to see live, and there are some games that people might not necessarily not care about, but it's just not a game they're trying to watch live. Bro, once once fucking um, sports networks break off of cable television contracts, cable is dead, bro. (laughs) I am convinced that the only reason cable TV is still alive is because of sports network contracts. Well, actually, I've been, like, looking into that uh, very recently, and apparently a lot of people will believe that in another few years, people are just going to cycle back to watching TV again. Because the way that a lot of streaming services have gone, like, with their pricing and whatnot, a lot of streaming services have just gone in the way of cable. Because streaming is so... Because streaming is just as popular now as watching cable television was, like, 10 years ago. Like, people, like, they think that uh, the way the competition is going to work, it's just going to push everybody back to just going back to cable TV. I don't know, man. Cable has a lot of garbage on it that people don't want to watch. Like, <laughs> that might be true, but at least with streaming services, you can watch what you want to watch. You know what I mean? I yeah, mean, we'll no, see, that's true. But... but it's like the way it's starting to work, um, the, their prices are going up, plus the way TV contracts work with different studios. There's, like, shows that end up on like netflix for example that ended up getting taken off of netflix after a while and there's just a whole lot of like hassle to it that obviously it's still more worth it to have a streaming service like a hulu or something like that but they're saying just if it continues to go down the trend that is going they say probably another like five to ten years people just just go back to tv which I kind of agree because I'm somebody who hasn't had like cable television in, like since like 2015, I think. Mm-hmm. It's like I like having streaming services, but like sometimes I'm like, man, like I miss TV just because of how convenient TV was. See, like I'm a minority in this, but like I, I don't know, my family hasn't had cable for probably like a decade now, but I like me personally, not my family, but me personally, I also don't use netflix i don't use hulu i don't use disney i don't use any of that shit so you're not catching me on the cable because <laughs> i will probably never have a cable tv subscription for the entirety of the rest of my existence it's just probably not gonna happen because i don't even i don't even use netflix like i just don't watch shows ever yeah i don't, I don't use netflix either I honestly haven't. I've watched more like, like crunchy rolling crap now more than anything, and then I watch Hulu sometimes. I only watch like Netflix if there's like a really good original series on there, but I haven't used Netflix in a while. But still, I mean, for like the average like consumer. Yeah, last time I used Netflix was when Altered Carbon came out, and I'll use it again when season two comes out, and that's that's it. Once I watch that shit, it's it's over. I'm not using it. Plus, the thing is with sports, sports is a big thing, obviously. And sports streaming doesn't or is being very resistant to becoming a thing right now. They prefer yep. to stay on TV because they make so much more money off of it. And if they when you use sports uh, streaming services, their streaming services are stupid expensive. Like yep. NBA Game Pass is legit like two hundred dollars for a whole season. Yeah, and they have separate like NFL. They have an NFL Game Pass too. That's a completely separate. 
yeah. thing, I think. The yeah. NFL, yeah, the NFL's, uh, what is it, Sunday ticket, I think? Theirs is pretty, yeah. theirs is pretty expensive. And it's like, that's the way that, it makes sense, because that's the way that the players are getting paid, for the most part. Like, obviously off of ticket sales and things like that, but a lot of it is the deals that they're getting from TV. Because yep. a lot of, for people who don't follow sports, like, a lot of sports teams, they have their own, like, individual channels that that are focused on them like out here we i live close to la so we have um the spectrum channel which only focuses around la sports-based teams like the dodgers the lakers um the kings etc yeah so they're not only just making money off of like the nba's tv deal with the major networks but they also have like their own individual tv deals for the local channels Anyway, that was like a side thing, but <laughs> yeah. Um, did we ever? Uh... Oh, here it is. I was looking for the notes, and I could, I did not realize that they were posted because my Discord did not auto scroll. Yeah, I hate when it does it. Apex. Tencent owns everything, dude. Like, it probably is Tencent. It's it's not for us, man. It's for the Asian countries that don't have space and they all play mobile games. That's what it's for. Like, I, I don't know, man. I'm sure people over here will play Apex Mobile. I won't. I don't, like, I hate playing games on my phone that makes my phone run hot, bro. Like, I was playing Elder Scrolls Blades earlier because they have this PvP mode that came out that's, like, a lot of fun. But, bro, the temperature of my phone? I started getting worried, bro that my phone was going to overheat. And I was only playing it for like 20 minutes. So you think I'm going to be playing Apex? No. <laughs> nope. I do not want my phone to melt, bro. And I know they even sell like cooling uh, kits and shit for phones now for mobile gaming. So I know there's definitely people that are into that shit, but I'm not playing a Battle Royale on my phone. Yeah, I just don't play Battle Royales. Unless, like, somebody asks. <laughs> and I definitely don't play Apex. Yeah. Fucking EA. Like, I don't Sorry. even have anything against Apex. I don't know. The game just looks super... It looks super boring to me. I'm just still on my EA strike. That's all. <laughs> 
Apex isn't bad. I played it when it launched, but it's EA, so I don't I don't play it. Like I watch Apex streamers too. That's the worst part. And it's like I watch them and I'm just like, man, like these guys have a lot of skill and are really good at this game, but I just cannot get into Apex. Like I don't know what it is about that game. I had to be I'd still rather now. just play PUBG. Yeah, if I was gonna go back to playing any VR, I would probably go back to playing PUBG. Mm. Bro, don't tell me that. <laughs> nah, it is fun, but it's like... Nah, it is fun, but it's like the thing with PUBG is like... I've always enjoyed it because I enjoy like slower paced games that require thought and PUBG is definitely it, it you can play PUBG like that if you want to, you know what I mean? It's a definitely slower paced. I don't like the like random fast paced spastic like I don't like all of that. But that's just how I am. That's just how I am in general cuz I don't even like humor like that like 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 a lot of YouTubers nowadays have like that like fast paced high energy like spastic humor on like their channel i hate i can't stand that bro hey guys welcome to 97 episode yeah no 97 I, I can't do that podcast we're gonna go ahead and get going here <laughs> bro <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> just, just shut the fuck up <laughs> yeah it's just it's just all acting and it just requires like zero thought like i just can't do it dudes like gotta bump a line of coke and smash their head against the window before they turn the camera on bro <laughs> exactly like, it's like I don't I don't like my humor like that. I don't like my video games like that. I just it's nah. Nah. It's just devoid of thought. Right. Jeez. Oh, Arma. Arma 3. Cho uh, fucking Sean just reinstalled Arma 2. Oh, fuck. Bro, I wish yeah, I would play Escape from Tarkov. I've, I've been watching it lately because uh, I, I made a joke of like last week about how every time I watch somebody play that game, they were always just customizing their gun for like an hour, so I would stop watching. But I finally saw somebody who was actually playing the game. I'm like, oh, this is it? Yeah, I'd play this. Chosen, I wish you were around when Sean and I did like uh, Milsim units and stuff because we would have like these 30 man like operations that we would do that would go on for like fucking four or five hours. And those shits were so much fun, dude. Like these 30 man permadeath operations. Like we had all these radio protocols and set up and everything. And it was just unbelievable, dude. It's how much fun it could be. 
Wait, what? Oh. All right. All right.
Yeah, but like most Steam games do have controller support though. Um, no, my bad. Oh, never mind. Uh, no, I mean, it, it, it sounds like, it sounds like they were trying to compete with Google Stadia, but I don't understand why anybody would compete with Google Stadia right now. There's no reason they killed itself. Like, yeah, I was about to say, they, they hung themselves, bro. They tied a rope around their neck and kicked the chair. Like, like, I, it's funny because I heard, like, an article or heard I read an article not that long ago, maybe like yesterday, two days ago. I said like Xbox sees get Google Stadia as a competitor, and I'm just like, why? <laughs> like why? Yeah, I mean, they're big true. Like why? They're bleeding out, man. Just let them die in peace. Like at yeah. this point, like these other companies aren't even like kicking Google Stadia. They're just or they're not killing Google Stadia. They're like kicking it while it's down. They're just like throwing salt, not let stab wounds, and just. <laughs> it's it's bad, <laughs> but uh no, I mean the service itself sounds really good. Like the fact that you can st stream the games that you have already, and that you don't have to subscribe to the service just to pick up a whole new set of games, but like you can actually just stream what it is that you have. I think that's really nice. Um, especially because, well, just in general, like most streaming services make you stream the games that they have in their library. So the fact that I can take the games that I own already and play them other places, I like that. Y'all ever heard of Team Viewer? No, I'm just kidding, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I use it to troubleshoot uh, PCs from uh, remote locations. I use it to play ESO mm -hmm. from my phone. <laughs> Wait, how does that work? Because isn't Team it does, Viewer usually it lagging? Work. It doesn't work. I'm just fucking around. It <laughs> oh. does not work. <laughs> I was about to say, Team Viewer is kind of on the laggy side. Oh, yeah, it is. There's a bit of latency there. Just funny. Do, wait, did they bring up the NVIDIA thing at E3? Okay, because I know we talked about it before, because I was going to use the um, what uh, the service when it was in beta. That's what it was. And I tried to use it, and it didn't work. So I said, screw this. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to bother. I just wait for it to come out. Uh, good old E3. Now they're just not E3 anymore. Just funny because... No, I was saying it's funny um, that I was thinking about E3 because there was an article about how they have to up their security because they doxed like half of their guest list for this year's E3. Fucking dumbasses. <laughs> I'm like, how do you, like, why? Never mind, man. Just, uh, things just aren't going well for E3. Maybe this is a sign that they should just not be an influencer event from now on. <clears throat>
you know, what, what do I know? Influence her. Whoa! Yeah, that means all of the spastic content creators who appeal to 12-year-olds are going to have a whole convention. What's up, guys? Around. Here we are, live from E3. With... Exactly. Facts, <laughs> <laughs> it made me want to cry. How do you think uh, I feel? Okay. It's like I have, like, cousins who are, like, in, like, that 11 to 13-year-old range, and, like, whenever they ask me, oh, do you know who such and such is? I'm like, no, because I'm not 12. <laughs> <laughs> that better not be a real name. <laughs> if I look on YouTube, and that's the actual name of a YouTube channel, we're going to fight. Chosen's canceled. Facts. Chosen will no longer be the, the host of this podcast. It will just be me and Scooms. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, we uh we got rid of all my bad chosen because of creative differences. Bro, you better Yo, stop like stop. <laughs> stop acknowledging this idea. Like d d no. Hard don't, don't ever do this. Stop. Facts. S T O O O O O O P. <laughs> chosen, why are you not twitch.tv slash chosen? Write a dude, write a support ticket and see if you can get it. Cause this oh, you did? Dude, because the chosen account, the twitch.tv slash chosen has six followers. It is completely inactive and it has a total of 500 profile views. And who knows how long the account's been alive. Right. Dude, if you would just chosen is so much easier to like, yeah, yeah. Default default says if you use the name change button and the account's been inactive for five years, it will let you take it. Watch it have been inactive for four years and 11 months. <laughs> right. Try, try, yeah, try and do the name change and just see. Because five years is a long ass time, but like, you never know. 
So give it a give it a shot, dude. The guy, the guy who made my logo, it's obviously very basic, and it wouldn't necessarily take a fucking crazy artist to create it, but he did ask me some very good questions, and he was really knowledgeable about, like, color and stuff. So even though my logo is, you know, it's technically simple, he did a very good job at helping me figure out what exactly I wanted. And made me something functional. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. Yeah, I would try and find somebody to talk to that actually does, like, logos. Like, the guy who does mine, like, did tons of, like, business logos um, and stuff like that. So he knew, like, what questions to ask. He knew, like, what was going to be too complicated. He knew what would look good and what would not look good on, like, um, shirts and signs and, you know, shit like that. So if you can find somebody that – because I don't think the guy – I haven't seen the guy that did all my shit. I haven't seen him for a while. So I would recommend you talk to him, but since he's been like AWOL for so long, I don't I don't like have a have a way to connect you to him. Listen, just join a streaming agency and make some money and then you yeah. can pay a good artist. Yeah, dumbass. <laughs> I'm just playing. Exactly. I don't understand why you make this stuff more complicated than what it has to be chosen. <laughs> I mean, you could. Like, give it yeah, a shot, actually, dude. Yeah. The guy, uh, my brother knows, has a friend who paid some uh, super low-budget um, Indian chick on Fiverr. Literally paid her, like, $10 or something, and she made him a bomb-ass logo. So, like, you never know, dude. Oh, wait. Logos? My brother makes those. Vulture, open your ears, bro. <laughs> God damn, bro. <laughs> I just registered that, like, wait, they said logo. Like, you were talking about art, and I was, for some reason, like, my mind went to, like, emos for some reason. Oh, my God, bro. Oh, no, logos, yeah, my brother makes those. My brother actually makes, like, <laughs> my brother actually makes, like, really good, really good logos. Like, when he was, uh, before he graduated from college, like, teachers wanted to, like, recommend his logos to like actual companies because they're that good <laughs> yeah you just gotta ask him because he said he's been in like a creative funk lately and he hasn't felt like making anything so <laughs> yep that's how it be yeah but as far as graphic design he's actually really good I just got to smack him in the face so that he gets back to making stuff. Yeah, I do have a friend, too, who um, is a graphic artist, so she might be able to help, too. But you do have a need to have a basic idea of what right. you might want. Because if they don't have anywhere to start from, they don't know the question, what questions to ask you. Like. Mm -hmm.
Right. Do you want to see what the color palette of my fucking original logo was supposed to be? Oh, man. I just found it, actually. That is not the color palette. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, dude, I, I was, like, looking, because I found the guy, um, I found our old Discord conversations, and I'm like looking through them to see like what kind of things he asked me and what things, what logos he used as references to try and like um, explain things. Mm -hmm. And uh, I found some of the, not all these images are loading anymore, but uh, yeah, the, I would like looking at all the old color palettes and shit. I wish I could open that old zip file where he sent me all my animated overlays in my email but since like i use an encrypted email service when i reset my password it literally uh, nuked all yeah. my emails so i can't like they're there right but they're like encrypted so i can't open them unless i have the key and i never backed the key up so i right. can't i can't open them <sighs> what a shame dude Hey, keep listening so we can start. Keep listening so that we can reach our goal of getting sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it used to be like the goal was once every two weeks, but that was absolutely not what we were doing. It was kind of just like, okay, uh, can we do it this month? Yeah, okay. And so now, I mean, we've had a really good start to this year. This is what, yeah. episode three or four already this year. So yeah. pretty, pretty fucking good. I'm totally down with weekly if we can handle it. I'll just keep my Wednesdays open. Today I didn't because honestly, I was not expecting us to... Uh, I was not expecting us to do another one. Um, uh, 
Yeah. Uh, yep, but we definitely been putting out content, and we have not forgot about what we said before about a weekly smaller podcast. I was just thinking about that. Like, what was that, two days ago, three days ago? We we still got to... Yeah, we were just trying to figure out, like, the format. But, yeah. No, nah, I was done. Getting mm-hmm. 